3: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality.
4: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil. How are you gentlemen? I'm here with Ken, Matt, and Jeff. Good evening. Ah, Dracula. Thank you for coming back. Mm-hmm.
5: It's the, it, the sun's down, so.
4: The sun is down. Oh, it's a night episode. It is a night episode, which, we, as we know, that means all bets are off.
6: Yeah? No bets on this one?
4: There is some bets going on under the Side table. Side bets. Yeah. 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 So no, don't well, we can't taxes. do a bet
3: because it's not like the four of us against each other. That's, that's how true. that works.
6: Oh, that means we have a, a special guest.
4: We do have special guests, and I guess that means that we can't be the Pete Rose of podcasting here and bet on our,
6: ourselves to win <laughs> or lose. I would never bet on myself to lose well, or win.
4: Br- I don't know how this works. Would you bet on yourself for anything? No, no. What if there was a podcasting uh, thing in Vegas, like you could bet on podcasts to to to, to like do succeed what? or fail. to <laughs> succeed or fail? <laughs> I guess yeah. Over under listens. You could, no, you could game I would that not bet easily. on that because there's plenty of podcasts out there that I'm like, why would anybody listen to this? That's true.
6: Well, I mean, oh, name them.
4: No. oh okay yeah what would the what would the prop bets be though like mention of of dutch boy
3: like someone's oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah a pun a really bad pun yeah we're gonna have over under the return like, of whether or not gutly <laughs> whether or not neil does more than two minutes 20 seconds worth of impressions per episode
4: yes exactly there's a lot of prop bets that we could have yes
3: or no back tattoo Who's
4: that's true say? that'd be a really good that'd be the, a good prop bet no, but no, no last but thing i, I wanted to know. say though was uh, according to vegas not really according to vegas but uh i saw a notification we got today that we had reached number seven in the u.s for podcasts about games
3: oh sports
4: and games Yeah, sports and games that's the highest we've ever been who, who's beating us i don't know actually we should look it up but we've we got numbers seven. one through six. Oh, oh i've only seen us as high as like 23 so we've gotten up to seven for some reason yeah awesome
5: yeah thanks yeah. to
6: everyone who listens and tells their friends to listen and keeps listening over and
5: over and we have two of them here and we do wow not here here but okay good
4: well, we decided it's today room. it's a small room. We wanted to do a podcast uh, with an international flair, so we said we're only going to have guests on from different countries, you know, outside of the U.S. Because we've had enough people from the U.S. At too least much U.S. Too much U.S. Too much us, for that matter.
3: For sure, there's a there's way too much us. Uh, on but that show.
4: we have two special guests here. Our first special guest uh, coming to us all the way from Auckland, New Zealand, Savage Superstar on Patreon, Ryan Boyd. How are you, Ryan?
7: I'm um, good, thanks. How are you guys? Doing,
4: doing well, and uh, you told us today that you're recording, I believe you're supposed to be working, and you also are working from a bedroom with a frozen blanket behind you.
7: Yeah, yeah, I'm in my daughter's bedroom. She's at school, so it's um, not a nighttime episode where I am. It's lunchtime now. Um, but yeah, so don't tell my boss that uh, I'm doing this, okay? All
5: right. Also, don't tell them to listen, okay? And, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, know, I know your daughter has the frozen uh, bedspread, but you also have
7: one, right, in, in your room? Well... Of course, it's yeah. it's you gotta have matching.
6: Yeah, it was buy one get one, so yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. And, and yeah so people... I gave so I got one for her as well, yeah. And Ryan, Ryan,
6: <laughs> Ryan got got Olaf. Uh,
4: well, hey Olaf, so you can't nothing uh, too bad to write home about. Uh, Ryan, you uh, have been on the show before, but can you remind folks what you do out there in Auckland?
7: Uh, sure. So I work for a bank doing non banking things. Um, I've got a wife and a couple of kids: a five year old and a six month old. Um, You might have heard our five-year-old on the show quite regularly. She does um, some of the (laughs) macho man impersonations. (laughs) Yeah. Class. Yeah, that's basically our life is, yeah, taken up with uh, family, doing stuff.
4: Uh, But thank you, Ryan, for joining us today. Uh, So happy to have you back. Our host today, who's going to be giving us the questions... Uh, He's coming to us from Scarborough uh, in uh, Ontario, in Canada, which we're super excited about to have a different international listener here from a different side of the earth. He's an Oakland 5 supporter on Patreon, and that is Mike Sforza. How are you, Mike? I'm Mm -hmm. good. How are you? Good. Did I say the name okay?
0: Yep. That sounded fine to me.
4: All right. I was internally combusting, (laughs) but uh, I'm glad I I got right. (laughs) Can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you have in store for us today?
0: Well, I am a sales administrator for a music technology company. Um, I basically—it's a nice title, but I—I'm basically just fill the holes and where the company needs me. <laughs> okay, jack uh, of all trades. Yeah.
4: And uh, what are you doing out in Scarborough uh, in your free time?
0: Uh, mostly gaming. <laughs> nice. But it's yep. uh, the COVID protocols up here were pretty strict, so stay yeah. inside for a while.
6: A lot of hockey watching and maple tree. Uh, Let's not talk about hockey right now. Oh, Uh, I know. Sorry. Oh, with the Leafs, yeah. Yeah, the (laughs) Leafs. It was their year, I heard. But the Flames. Uh, I don't know who you're
0: hearing
4: it from because it's not Leaf fans. (laughs) And the Oilers are still in. So speaking Uh, of games, uh, is there one game you'd recommend right now that you've been loving that if people want to just check out a game?
0: Um. Well, I've been playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, because I'm a big fan of the Borderlands series.
3: It's very funny that you should say that, because I was going to be like, I hope he says Tiny Tina's, because that's been played a lot in our house. It's like uh, Borderlands meets D&D. It's very funny. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, Will Arnett voices uh, someone in there, and so does um, Detective Peralta. Ah. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. That's awesome. Well, yeah, well, definitely check
4: that out. And then also, speaking of games, Ryan, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. We all love uh, footy here, obviously. We have a lot of Australian listeners we were just kind of debating. We know that New Zealand is big on rugby uh, and soccer or football, but does anyone there actually care about footy since you're co- so close or not really?
7: Uh, what do you mean when you say footy? There, exactly. There's the answer. Yeah. Australian rules football.
0: Yeah.
7: <laughs> uh, no, no one cares about that.
0: Okay. That's what see, I figured. See? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's going to be the rugby, right?
7: Yeah. It's, it's all rugby, cricket, bit a bit cricket. of soccer. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, the all
5: blacks speaking of sports, Matt is going to be teaming up with Ryan Yeah, with uh, some of that North American sports
4: trivia. Yeah, what's your team name, Matt?
6: Uh, Well, he is a Kiwi. I like sports. We kept it simple. We're Kiwi sports.
4: All right. And you have your little handheld controller ready to go to buzz in. And uh, Jeff and I are going to team up. And we were just talking about those uh,
5: kids' toys that roll around on the floor, and uh, they're shaped like a sea mine. Mm -hmm. Bumble ball. So we're going to be the bumble balls.
4: Oh, uh, sorry about that. So uh, Mike... Uh, you are hosting today. You get the choice. Uh, Any particular rules, read you would like to hear?
0: Um still the uh, Chris Hansen one, right? I haven't heard that one in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: Have a seat. Have Listen. a seat, guys. Chris Hansen here. Triviality
3: Podcast is two rounds of 20 questions worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there's a special swing round by this week's host. In the final round,
2: players wager points they've earned for a chance to become the cream of the crop. Stand by, and I'll be watching. I am the cream.
5: There it was.
4: There it was. Uh, make sure you throw away your McDonald's bags, of paraphernalia, <laughs> and you know. get I was just here to talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Mike, uh, feel free to take it away. Question one: Carbon dating. There are over three hundred types of gemstones, but only one is made of just one element. What what gemstone is it? I'm cool it. with that.
5: All right, we're locking in uh, Jeff and I in the studio. Ooh, locking
6: in quick, Ryan. What's your favorite gemstone? <laughs> the righteous um, kind
7: well um my first one was diamond being crushed carbon Uh
6: carbon dating that makes a lot of sense yeah
7: i'm just trying so, to
6: all my gem knowledge comes from
5: the uncut kind plus plus if your uh dating is successful you may give a diamond mm.
6: Mm. well yeah, that just makes too receive. much you sense you know
3: yeah. or receive.
6: 2022 you can do whatever you want um, And I heard millennials are not buying diamonds. It's a real problem. It's because we're poor. Oh, too much avocado can't toast. Can't buy
4: houses, can't buy diamonds, can't buy cars. Buy
6: Why NFTs?
5: are millennials killing the diamond industry? <laughs> diamonds, I can't even afford an a emerald.
4: Cartel. Well, <laughs> My dad bought a house for
3: $15,000. Why can't you buy a house, millennial?
6: Uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend. We're going to hope they're our best friend, and we're going to say diamonds.
3: Yeah, we're hoping that uh, this answer is forever. We two said
0: diamonds. And that would be correct. Diamonds right. are made right. only of carbon. All right. Uh Question two: sigh of relief. Mike Marshall won it in 1974. Eric Gagne won it in 2003. These men were the first and most recent players at their position to win this award. What award is it?
6: We can we can lock in if you're okay, Ryan, with that.
0: Okay.
5: So you wrote uh, Cy young. Patrick so you think Roy re- relief pitcher.
3: Yeah, possibly. I mean, he did write, he did say sigh of relief. So oh, Cy Young. Okay.
5: I, I picked up on the relief and you picked up on the sigh. So, sure. We'll say the Cy Young award.
6: Uh, yeah, Eric Gagne had an ERA of like under one that year. It was like ridiculous. He gave up no runs, uh, 50 plus saves, etc. cetera. That's I'm pretty good. Pretty sure that it's the Cy Young.
0: And that would be correct. It was the Cy Young. Eric Gagne had 55 saves that year.
6: Yeah, that's a lot of (laughs) (laughs)
0: saves. Yeah. Mike Marshall pitched in over 100 games when he won the Scion, which is insane. Wow.
6: Earning that paycheck.
0: Question three. Flex your jazz biceps. This jazz legend was the band leader slash narrator in the 1956 musical High Society. He appears throughout the film, sings the title song, And performs a duet with Bing Crosby called "Now You Has Jazz." Who am I talking about?
4: I just watched this like two months ago. Of Of course, course, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like on HBO Max. I'm like, oh, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby. I'll give it a play. This guy,
5: yeah,
6: this jazz legend. (laughs) I think I,
3: I think I'm good with the
5: first one. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go ahead and lock in here.
6: All right. Do you have any ideas, Ryan?
7: Not really. No. Um, it's not okay, really mine. well. Ryan doesn't have jazz. <laughs> nah.
6: Yeah, usually the only jazz legends I know are Carl Malone and John Stockton. But <laughs> he did say flexing your jazz bicep, which would make your arm strong. And then I would uh, think that that would possibly be Louis Armstrong. Uh,
5: very good. Yes. You're, you're getting the clues where we're just like missing
0: the clues. <laughs> but luckily, we also said Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, Matt nailed the clue right on the head. It was uh, Louis Armstrong.
6: I'm much better at night. We should
3: play all our <laughs> games at
4: night. <laughs> I know. Good job. Yeah. So, High Society is actually uh, sort of a musical uh, rendition of Philadelphia Story. So, it's basically the same story. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: I thought
0: it was uh, like Pineapple Express. <laughs> High Society.
4: Yeah, I was thinking that too. Well, maybe when they I should got... remake it. Is that?
0: When I wrote the question, I didn't realize how hard it was going to say, to say, now you has jazz.
4: Well, you have to properly say it, but like, now you has
3: jazz.
0: Wow. (laughs) That was was pretty good. Thank you. Not bad. Thank you. Question four, Eugene, I, Gene, We All, Gene. From Mickey Mouse to Winnie the Pooh, Disney has many iconic characters, but which human Disney character's name is actually Eugene Fitzherbert?
4: Ryan should be in good position there with that bedroom. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Scour it for
4: clues. Maybe there's a, uh, what do they call those things? Fat heads? Like the big posters oh, on the yeah. wall of uh, Eugene? Of Eugene.
3: <laughs> I just imagine that Prince Charming was actually named Eugene Fitzherbert. Yeah, I would go by Prince Charming then too, if I could. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, we are going to lock in with a guest because we don't really have a good idea here. But we picked a human cartoon character.
6: All right, Ryan, so we're thinking of a Probably human character who has a nickname. Mm. Can you think of anything? Um, yeah. Maybe this is um, Captain Hook, you think?
7: I thought his name was Hook.
6: <laughs> no, he's, named, he's <laughs> Captain no, he has a
5: hook. hook.
3: Eugene Fitzherbert
5: Hook. <laughs> <laughs> it would be crazy if his name was Hook and he had a hook. Yeah yeah like my name my full name
6: is actually matthew james podcaster (laughs) (laughs) it's really weird i became a podcast (laughs) (laughs) you want to just lock in with captain hook
5: sure okay captain hook is uh james hook i believe oh that's right Mm -hmm. and uh we went with his uh compatriot
4: smee now i think if you're a fan of breaking bad that uh walt jr has a lot in common with this character
0: well, the answer is Flynn Rider from Tangled.
4: Oh, oh yeah. Yep.
0: yep. There it is. I love
4: Tangled. It's a great movie.
0: Uh, it's my favorite 3D Disney movie.
4: <laughs> Very underrated.
0: Okay. Question five. Presidential privates. There are 31 presidents who were once enlisted in the army. Of these presidents, only one did not become a commissioned officer. The president before him was a brigadier general in the mexican-american war and the president after him was a captain in the illinois militia during the black hawk war who was he yeah because the
3: thing is the one
0: before i'm not 100% sure of now two before the timeline makes sense well
3: and it also fits with the the one after i think so that's why i'm basing it on that answer
5: yes and for those reasons we're in (laughs) for those vague reasons
6: i think we're looking for a president somewhere in the 1840s 50s or 60s um, i think
3: you're spot on with that so yeah
6: good start that's where we guessed that's it yeah. um and i because i think that the president in the illinois militia was lincoln which would and then before that
7: that's buchanan
6: that's so and my guess was buchanan that's who i was thinking of we we're all shocked you know here at your, your presidential knowledge uh, they, <laughs> what they come up <laughs>
7: I, yeah they come up in trivia over here too yeah so I, I remember them but if you're
6: good with Buchanan we can lock in with Buchanan
7: cool let's do it yeah um,
3: I knew for sure um, let's see uh, it was uh, Fillmore Pierce. well Fillmore yeah but before Fillmore um, that guy was definitely in the Mexican American War older guy number 12 can't remember but anyways uh, we want James Buchanan
0: my go-to answer um, for any US president question, James Buchanan. <laughs>
7: Is it Taylor before um
3: Uh yeah, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, yes, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor,
0: Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. James Buchanan was a private in the defense of Baltimore during the war of
6: 1812. Oh. Oh, wow. When was that war? I'm
3: just
6: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was you also uh,
3: 1812 to 1814. Okay. Uh, I think.
5: <laughs> well, so, look Sorry, you go ahead. No, I was going to say. You're the scoreman man.
4: After uh, score man. five questions, both teams, Kiwi Sports and Bumble Balls, uh, both only missing one question, so we're tied at 40. Neil E, scorekeeper.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Question six, goalie goal. Starting from 1982, which trophy is given to the goalies who played for the team that gave up the least amount of goals in the NHL? It was named after the president of the New York Rangers from 1962
6: to 1980. You're on your own, Matt. I know. And I, we're going to lock in. I have a, I have a name of a trophy, and it might be this one.
3: Okay, so you're thinking about hockey, goaltender-specific awards. Yeah,
5: so um, the, the award for the best goalie, which I think is voted on, is the Vesna. I don't know the least amount of goals award, but we could just go with
3: Vesna. Okay. So I don't know any others. Yeah. And the other words I can think of are for like other offensive stuff. and defense yeah. players, mm-hmm. so Vesna.
6: Yeah, I think there's a Bing trophy at some point too. Uh the only one I knew that was goalie related was the Vesna, so we said Vesna. Uh
0: well if it was prior to nineteen eighty two, it would have been the Vesna. But they changed it up when they created the William M. Jennings Trophy.
3: Okay. Oh.
0: Hmm. Uh, I need to get some hockey knowledge on here. Yeah, I, I did, know.
3: I didn't know I mean, that. We did knowledge things. Got
0: uh-huh. as far as Vesna. Okay, question seven: Seasonal shakeup. When I say seasonal food product, the first thing that comes to mind is probably pumpkin spice lattes. But what McDonald's seasonal menu item was introduced in 1970 in Chicago and has been milked ever since? Yeah, we're locked in.
6: Um, Ryan, what do you know about meccas?
7: Um, I know that we have different menus to you, so that could be a a problem. Um, (laughs) We have something called a a McFlurry or something like that. That's the only sort of thing I can think of. I don't know if you have that. We do, but it's not seasonal
3: unless –
6: well, except for the season of the ice cream machine not working, which is all of the season.
3: (laughs) Actual conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, look into it. Um, I don't
7: think we have seasonal items on our –
6: the only one I could think of is the McRib, which is a very popular, um, it's disgusting for, sporadically sandwich. Sporadically <laughs> seasonal. Yeah. It
3: has to be called the McRib because there's nothing rib related in no, it. No, it is some <laughs> sort of pork
6: related product with More artificial like ribs. Yeah. Are you good with McRib?
5: Sure. I, <laughs> believe, I believe it's pieces of pork organ with uh, some rubber
3: band slices. <laughs> Um, well, we think uh, Chicago really goes for it every year when they dye the river green. We're going oh, Shamrock Shake.
0: It is. The Shamrock yeah. Shake. Come on, Matt. They milked it.
6: I know. Do you guys get Shamrock Shakes in New Zealand?
7: Nope. Uh,
6: <laughs> you are, it is a green
3: vanilla milkshake. <laughs> Chicago is, of course, now so the some mint in it. Yeah, Little yeah. Mint. current a corporate world headquarters for McDonald's. So.
4: They are. Up I'm surprised it. you didn't get that having uh, raced in the Shamrock Shuffle. Yeah. A lot of problems over here. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, let's get the next one. Uh, do you guys get the McLobster? Or is that a Canadian thing? Hell no. Mc no. Lobster? no. Oh, I would... Yuck. Is it alive?
3: <laughs> if it's Canadian, it's probably, like, actual
6: food. <laughs> you
0: you pick your <laughs>
4: lobster out of the tank up
6: front?
0: <laughs> no. They uh, deep fry it And then you watch <laughs> Ronald McDonald burn in the it. back. It. Yeah. Now, I worked at McDonald's, and the McLobster, what they gave us was a little plastic package that had little bits of lobster in it, and you'd throw it on the bun, throw it in the microwave, and then... Uh, put the rest of the topics on top.
6: Sounds appealing. Nice. Oh no,
0: it's fast food lobster. I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> yeah,
6: <it's true. laughs> the bar should be very low for that one.
0: Okay. Uh, question eight. Got to download them all. According to the official Pokemon website, there are 17 official Pokemon apps. One of those apps is a gotcha game where you can get important characters from the games, such as gym leaders, elite four members, and rival characters. What is this app that shares its name with Ash's goal in the anime?
3: That's my guess based on what his goal was. Okay.
0: Sorry, man. I know nothing about Pokemon.
3: Oh, that's okay. I know a lot
6: about Pokemon. <laughs> um, so and the, how they go, go, go? Yeah. the The, the tagline has got to catch them all, but I believe his goal that he states in the first episode is that he wants to be a Pokemon. King of Pirates. Oh no, wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, that's <laughs> different. That's, that's a different one. Is that One Piece? Yeah. 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 He wants to be a Pokemon Master, and I think Pokemon Master would be a good name for an app. So I think that's what we're going to lock in with, Pokemon
0: Master. We also said Pokemon Master. And the app is called Pokemon Masters, I so bang on. We know our Pokemon. This is the right
3: demographic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need the Triviality Master app. Clearly a bunch of weebs in this uh, this recording. And, and uh, I, I, it
5: wasn't even me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: go with the next one okay uh question nine burning coal born nathan Burnbaum, which comedian reportedly got his name from a nickname his brother gave him and the coal company he would steal coal from as a youth try not to mix him up with the mlb player who won the 1926 al mvp
3: oh i could see him stealing coal
5: (laughs) he's an immoral man after all
3: i don't think we're gonna get it i'm fine going with that All right, we're locked in with a guess. And in fact, I feel like I've seen that on a train. Okay.
5: All right, so we're locked in with an educated guess. (laughs) Potentially educated.
3: I
6: said Jimmy Fox is a joke because he was a baseball player in the 20s who won an AL MVP. But Jamie Fox is a comedian whose name sounds very similar to Jimmy Fox.
7: It doesn't really strike me as a boon I know. know. that's
6: (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Fox, I'm pretty sure, is a fake name.
3: It is, yeah.
6: So if we got nothing else, I am I guess we could just lock in with Jamie Foxx.
3: Sure. Go for right. it. Pretty sure I got my letters mixed up, but uh, we went with Louis C.K. because so that's probably a nickname.
0: Uh, unfortunately, no correct answers here. The uh, answer was George Burns.
5: Oh, George huh. Burns. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: Well,
5: he was more of a coal thieving generation, too, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: The coal company was the Burns Brothers Coal Company. Uh question ten. Newsworthy life. Who has their baby photo in the Metropolitan Museum of Art? Became a model at the age of ten, interned at the CIA, and hosted the reality show The Mole. We're
3: locked It was Ken actually. I loved
5: <laughs> the mole when it first came out.
7: Uh I've never seen the mole. I don't think we got that here. Um you didn't so that that. great
3: trash
5: TV.
7: Yeah, so other than that.
5: Who is the mole? Rosie
6: O'Donnell?
5: Stephen Baldwin.
6: Oh, that's right. That makes sense. (laughs) Oh, boy. I got, I got, the only thing I could think of is that this person is, was probably in their 40s, in the early 2000s, was a child of a celebrity or somebody famous.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more like a down a level, like a Jenny McCarthy sort of level.
6: Oh, Jenny McCarthy is a good one. I like Jenny McCarthy.
5: Some of her views, not as much,
6: but you know what? Mm. I like Jenny McCarthy, and I, I think we'll lock in with that.
5: Are we on
3: the same page with uh, Anderson Cooper?
5: Yeah, Anderson
0: Cooper,
3: who I believe uh, was very well connected, since his grandmother was a Vanderbilt, Yeah. and so was his mother. And uh, that's that always correct. helps. Yeah, it always it,
5: helps to be related to the Vanderbilts. <laughs>
0: Anderson Cooper was
5: correct.
4: So after the first round, uh, we finally have a lead change here. It looks like Team Kiwi Sports uh, is at 50. They uh, were batting 50% in the first round. And Bumble Balls is at 70. Wow. So uh, we mentioned it up at the top that uh, Ryan and Mike are both Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to join them in, in supporting the show and helping us continue to grow, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast uh, for just a bunch of great perks, uh, including... Um, Some live games uh, that you've been doing, Matt, uh, as well as uh, a recent game that uh, we posted, which was a live stream that we did that uh, was a pay uh, to see uh, live stream, but we made it available for all our our patrons
3: uh, for free. Uh, What else, Jeff? Neil, I mean, what can I say? We have excellent bonus episodes that come out twice a month. Uh, One is trivia focused. One is more of an AMA. Both are great um, Love so, the crop drops Yeah And those can be yours For uh, as little as uh, Five dollars a month And up But Yeah Any amount of support That you can pledge to our show Greatly helps And uh, we appreciate everyone Who can uh, Support us financially And does
4: Yes Thank you everyone uh, We're on our road To 500 patrons So if you'd like to join Go to patreon.com Slash Triviality Podcast And if you're not uh, In a position To help us monetarily Right now Just rate and review the show That would help us out a ton and tell a friend And tell a friend
5: Alright What's the swing around today?
0: Okay, so the swing round is, uh, I'm calling it the Warren Dingus Swing Round. So I'm going to give you a short description, and you just need to give me a two-word answer that fits the description. The catch is that the two words have to be anagrams of each other. Okay, so if I were to say, forcefully request an EA Sports football game, six letters.
3: Demand Demand Madden. Madden. Yep. Uh,
0: Okay, number one. Fight between an iPad and an Amazon Fire HD 10, six letters. Number two, expulsion of gas on an inflatable boat, four letters. Number three, frozen gambling cubes, four letters. Number four, a valuable collection of election participants, five letters. Number six, a traditional beer mug that has been inserted into something, five letters. Number six, learning that has been sold to the highest bidder, nine letters. Number seven, thin triviality host, four letters. Number eight, refuses to take notice of certain areas, seven letters. Number nine, ripping apart an igneous rock used in counters and pavement, seven letters. And number ten, dog had a short cry of pain in a profound way. Six letters.
2: All right, we'll consider these and we'll be right back. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with Nerd Wallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more.
5: And we are back with our answers. These were a lot of fun. I think we got about eight of them. But uh, we'll see. Let's get the questions one more time and we'll let you know.
0: Okay. Uh, The First one. Fight between an iPad and an Amazon Fire HD 10. Six letters.
5: Uh, We're starting off with the battle tablet.
7: We also had battle tablet.
0: Uh, I had tablet battle, but I will accept battle tablet. (laughs) Uh, The second one. Expulsion of gas on an inflatable boat. Four letters.
5: Fart raft. Which is a lot funnier than raft fart, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the best
6: way to make your raft go faster in any cartoon. It's the raft fart.
0: Uh, that would be raft fart. Again, as long as you have the two words, I will accept both. <laughs> Number three frozen gambling cubes. Four letters. We have iced dice.
3: Which is my how favorite... my mage likes to cast spells. Mm.
7: Good. We also had iced dice.
0: If you uh, keep rolling snake guys, you probably have iced ice dice. <laughs> They're too cool. Uh, number four, a valuable collection of election participants. We have voter trove.
6: Uh, yeah, this was all Ryan. I had no idea, but we said voter trove.
0: Yeah, I thought this was the hardest one, but you both got it right. Voter trove. Number five, a traditional beer mug that has been inserted into something.
5: Damn it if it's not stein something, but we can't figure out the second word. Because we, we just
3: didn't. said uh, it was a stein set in. Set in stein. Oh, you're so close.
7: Yeah, so close. Yeah, Matt got the stein, and then uh, I got it inset.
0: It is inset stein. Inset. Okay. Uh, number six. Learning that has been sold to the highest bidder. Nine letters.
5: Auctioned education. Uh,
6: We said education auctioned.
0: It was auctioned education. Both correct. Number seven, thin triviality host.
7: That's a lean Neil. Yeah, that was uh, possibly the easiest one of the bunch. uh, Yep, we also said lean Neil.
0: You heard that right. Neil's the easiest one in the bunch. Uh...
3: (laughs) To anagram.
7: (laughs) Yeah. Possibly Uh, in other
0: ways.
3: Yeah.
6: (laughs) And the Neil lean is what he does at the clubs. That's right <laughs>
4: When everyone's leaning back <laughs> yeah yeah I'm I'm doing the kneel lean
0: uh, number oh. number eight refuses to take notice of certain areas seven letters.
5: pretty sure one of these is ignores but we couldn't unscramble it so we just got ignores
0: gin rose
6: mm, we were ignores regions
0: and it is ignores regions very good number nine ripping apart an igneous rock used in counters and pavement.
3: We had Tearing tearing Granite. Which is the name of Canon and my new
0: metal band. Yes.
7: Yes, um, this one took us a few minutes, but we also got Tearing Granite.
0: And it's Tearing Granite. Number 10. Dog had a short cry of pain in a profound way. Six letters. Yelped deeply.
6: Mm-hmm. We also said yelped deeply.
0: And so did we as you swept that swing round. (laughs) Yeah, it was yelped deeply. Originally, my uh, clue here was Dog had a short crime of pain in a bass voice, but I'm not sure if that would have tripped people up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) After the swing round, it looks like Team Kiwi Sports is uh, picking up 50, not missing a question in the swing round, bringing their total to 100. And Team Bumble Balls picking up 40, giving them a slight lead with 110.
0: Hey, round two, question one personal personas in the video game persona 5 the main character fights using their persona who is based on the character arsene lupin this gentleman thief was created in 1905 by what french author as far as i can tell even though the author had a cast of friends he did he did the spinoff
4: see i'm the only one here who watches lupin or lupin and everyone's uh, ignoring me here. yeah that's what i'm saying
5: yep all yeah, right i think you're right we're, we're
7: locked in
6: well, the spinoff was Joey. Joey,
7: yeah. Triviani is uh, Leblanc. Is it?
6: Le is that do you, so, do you think that this could be? We could go with Leblanc and hope that that's the name of an author. It, it sounds it's French.
7: Frenchish, yeah. So. It's quite
6: French. So we are going to go with the French Leblanc.
0: We too said the white, <laughs> or Leblanc. And the correct answer is Maurice LeBlanc. All right. Yeah. Uh, Arsene Lupin, obviously the famous gentleman thief, but uh, Maurice LeBlanc actually wrote him meeting Sherlock Holmes. But after some uh, legal issues with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, he had to change the name. So he changed it to Herlock Sholmes. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Classic. That was how I thought I got away with everything in third grade.
0: Gotcha. Okay. uh, Round two, question two. Two's company. What company, which has been based in Springfield, Massachusetts since 1852, has decided to move their headquarters to Maryville, Tennessee in 2023 due to a proposed legislation? According to the company's website, one of the key factors of the move to Tennessee is support for the Second Amendment.
5: All right. I think we have somewhat of an idea, so we're going to lock in here. I have no idea. Do you have any idea?
7: No, I got. I don't know anything. Um,
6: Where are some gun companies?
7: You big gun yeah. guy? Oh yeah, I'm big they, gun guy. They don't yeah. not <laughs> <in> New Zealand,
0: Nerf <laughs> <laughs> gun, right? Uh,
7: yeah, no. Um, we don't we don't do that over here. Um, no, they have responsible yeah.
4: legislation. Can they yeah. hunt? What
7: we do have hunt? hunting hunting guns, but not like automatic
4: things. No, like that. Ryan hunts with his bare hands
3: no you gotta pack it like through the end of the thing like a he's got the right we'll, to bear arms muscle.
6: under the Second Amendment bare arms bare hands it's all the same I have no idea uh do you think it could be the bass pro shop they sell a lot of guns okay <laughs> um. <laughs> I, was, I don't I don't know it was like where would what's sporting I'm thinking of a sporting goods store that would have a lot of, that would sell a lot of guns. Something with
7: like two people in their name or something. Well, that, I mean, two so names. like
6: Smith and Wesson is a gun manufacturer and there's two of them. Smith and Wesson.
5: Smith couldn't have done it without
3: Wesson.
6: So he says. We don't
3: know. I don't Wesson, know. Them. Wesson was just the money guy. Okay. I don't know anything <laughs> about this company. <government. laughs> Regardless, do you do you want to do you feel
6: better with that? Does that sound more likely?
7: Uh, I honestly have no clue.
5: So, um, this is Duck Dynasty? It? Oh, they've been around since that long.
7: Um,
6: let's let's say Smith and Wesson.
5: Yeah, based on the um, two's company category, we also said Smith and Wesson. Though we did also consider Winchester.
0: Uh, it is Smith and Wesson interesting that you bring up Winchester, though, because while they say they're founded in 1852, that was the first version of the company, which became the Winchester's uh, gun company. Interesting.
6: You can learn more by watching Supernatural.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, question three. Fictional dicks. Created by Edward Stratemeyer, brothers Frank and Joe made their debut in 1927. Their adventures were written by several ghostwriters under the pseudonym of Franklin W. Dixon. The book series was so popular, a female counterpart by the name of Nancy was created. What book series am I talking about? And I want to be clear that I'm talking about the book series with Frank and Joe.
5: Okay, we think we know this in the studio, so we'll go ahead and lock in.
6: All right, Ryan, what do you know about these boys?
3: Is this
7: the Hardy Boys?
6: I think, I always thought their counterparts were. Was Lita, but I guess it was Nancy at the time. So
3: I This isn't the boxcar children. No. no. I think I, I, I think there's a lot of those.
6: I'm pretty sure it's Hardy Boys, so we will lock in with the Hardy Boys.
3: Yeah, I'm a bigger fan of Tom, but we said the Hardy Boys.
0: <laughs> and the answer is Hardy Boys. Of course, Nancy being Nancy Drew.
3: I heard they're getting
4: rebooted with a Z on the end of boys and they wear chains on their Hardy jeans. Hardy boys to yeah. men. <laughs> That's a good before and after. You gotta remember that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, question four. This question is brought to you by Parade Raptor Legends. When the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship in 2019, their victory parade lasted over five hours. During the parade, Kyle Lowry could be seen wearing the jersey of the Raptors' first-ever draft pick. That pick was the 1995-1996 Rookie of the Year and is currently an assistant coach with the Boston Celtics. Whose jersey was he wearing?
5: Not Drake, right? Locked in. Yeah, I figured. Oh, no, Matt's locked in this time.
0: No, Drake currently plays didn't draft. even
5: ask me. You cool with that, Ryan? Oh, do you, yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the '95 draft? I was a big fan. Yeah,
5: he just usurped <laughs> you. All right, all right. Um, do you have any idea whatsoever? Vince Carter, sure, cool. I love Vince Carter. Whoever that is. Air Canada drafted
6: in 1998. Uh, I'm almost. I knew he played
5: for the Raptors. He did play for
6: the Raptors <sighs> until he was. He forced his way out to New yeah, Jersey. He... <laughs> uh, I'm pretty pretty sure that he was wearing a Damon Stoudemire jersey, so we said Damon uh, Stoudemire. The answer
0: is Damon Stoudemeyer. In a weird yeah. twist of fate, Damon go. Stoudemire was traded from the uh, Raptors for a package that included Gary Trent, whose son is now currently playing for the Toronto Raptors.
6: Uh, Gary yeah. Trent Jr. <laughs> That's how you know you're old, is when the sons of players you liked as a kid are now also in the league. Yeah. <laughs> like Gary Payton the third.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, remember when Gary Payton the first was in the league? <laughs> yeah, Here's the third. Oh, okay. Uh, question five: Losing pounds. What imperial unit is equivalent to fourteen pounds? When the United States derived their measurements and weights from the British imperial units at the time, this unit was never brought over.
3: We are locked in. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's um, it's an... it
7: stone.
6: No. Oh, that no. sounds right. I once knew how much stone I weighed, and then I I lost track. So, I I think I think stone's a great answer. We're gonna lock in with stone.
3: Yeah, I usually cop, stop counting after sixteen stone. So uh, we said stone, and the
0: correct answer is a stone. All
6: right, let's get a score recap from Neil E. Scorekeeper.
4: Uh, Well, it looks like uh, Team Bumble Balls picking up 40 points, bringing their total to 150. And Team uh, Kiwi Sports uh, betting perfect, picking up an extra 50, tying Bumble Balls also with 150. How dare you?
6: Shout out Damon Stoudemire.
0: Okay. Uh, Question six, actors' egos. This superhero alter ego was created by taking the first names of two actors. One of those actors was known as the King of Hollywood, and the other appeared in more than a hundred and ten films. What is the alter ego?
5: Jeff wrote something down very quickly and I like it, so we're gonna go with it.
6: What are you thinking?
7: Um Poor Peter Parker <laughs> <laughs> Um I don't have any ideas yet. No. Um, okay. So my first J.
6: my first guess Jonah. was J clark kent clark being clark gable and kent being kent movie man i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <Kent> <laughs> <is right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was something i thought of i'm trying to think of other because i don't think it'd be like a bruce wayne
7: yeah i'm happy to go with clark Kent. i think that's yeah a, yeah
6: we'll go with the classic put your glasses on and say clark kent
3: yeah we yeah. did a quick change in a phone booth we said clark kent
0: well, named after Bruce Campbell and Wayne Brady. No, k- kidding. <laughs> uh, named after Clark Gable and Kent Taylor. It's Clark Kent.
3: Good polls. I thought you were going to say oh, Neil. Uh, Neil who John is Wayne. Kent Taylor. I actually don't know. And you call yourself a Hollywood film
4: buff? He was in over a hundred and ten films. <laughs> uh,
0: very much a B-list actor. <laughs>
4: Uh, and you call
0: yourself he a Hollywood yeah. He just worked a lot.
4: He worked quite a bit. Yeah, I'd, He
3: I'm was the Rob Schneider
6: of his time. I, I will know. deep dive on that. Uh... <laughs> Rob
3: Schneider's got another 75 films to go. <laughs> All right, let's get the next one here.
0: Question seven. To be frank, when Frank Sinatra died, he was buried with a pack of Camel cigarettes, a Zippo lighter, a dollar worth of dimes, and a bottle of what? Just a reminder that this is question number seven of the second round.
5: All right. um, We will lock in unconfidently,
7: but uh, locked in nonetheless.
6: Mm. All right, Ryan, any ideas?
7: Um, No, I don't get the clue on this one, unfortunately.
6: Okay, so it's question seven. I think old Frankie Blue Eyes was a seven and seven man. The seven being seven up, and the other seven being Seagram's gin, Seagram's seven. Uh, so we will lock in with Seagram's
3: gin. We also locked in with Seagram's. Oh, i you forgetting uh, the branding on there.
4: There's a, a type of liquor that is uh, Sinatra Select after his love of this liquor, and you'd always have it when he sang on stage. It'd be Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. It is Jack
0: Daniels.
5: Okay.
3: Good to know. There are
5: two liquors with a seven?
3: How dare they? Oh, is it Tennessee Whiskey number 7? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crap. Whoops.
0: <laughs> okay, question 8. Sight for sore eyes. In early 2017, a Dutch ophthalmologist studied 92 films featuring a comedic duo. The ophthalmologist concluded that they probably suffered 88 eye injuries across their career, with one of the comedian's finger being the most common cause and his fist being the second most common. Who is this cuckoo comedic duo?
5: All right, we will go ahead and lock in. We're not positive, but we think we're on to something.
6: Oh, boy. Um, comedic duos, a lot of eye stuff. What are you thinking?
7: I was just trying to think of comedic duos and... came down and, a to like lo- and Costello and... I don't know. um Chong. Well, I think yeah. the only thing is the
6: Marx Brothers, Groucho and... Other Marks, <laughs> whose name I can never remember.
4: Uh, Harper.
6: Carl. Uh, Harper. Carl. Harpo. I know. <laughs> Harper
0: <laughs> Marks. He's
4: but, from he's from Laguna Beach. But, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm with, I'm with Groucho, Harper fan. Marks. <laughs> uh Meet you at Abercrombie. Bruno,
6: Marks. But right? they were... Bruno Marks. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, he's coming along. They had glasses, though, so they wouldn't be... They wouldn't do the eye stuff.
7: And there was at least three of them in every film. Oh. Mm-hmm.
6: Do you want to... I mean, all I could think of is... Who were? It's got maybe Abbott and Costello. Maybe they did more physical comedy than we thought.
7: Yeah. Okay.
6: We're gonna do Abbott and or Costello.
5: Yeah. Uh We were thinking about the Three Stooges as well, but obviously they're a trio, so we went with Abbott and Costello.
0: Well, that's you're both incorrect. The cuckoo was the hint there, as their theme song is known as the Cuckoo Song, Cuckoo, or Dance of the Cuckoos. This is Laurel and Hardy oh um,
6: laurel and Hall. there was Infl- another duo they
0: were inflicting pain i don't know i've never seen uh,
5: any of those one of my movies. favorite
0: parts about the study is their the conclusion they came up with which they ended with the findings of the present study might reflect the personality character and intellectual cap- capacity of both laurel and hardy as two minds without a single thought <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like our podcast that's our new review for on my, iTunes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Someone got paid to do that study. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, question nine. Don't punt this question. Ponte Vecchio, du pont Gard, and Sio Cepo are all names of what? If I named a fourth one, they could play a card game.
5: Let's say let's. I have no idea on this one, Jeff. So let's just say they're the four suits in Italian.
0: Hmm.
3: So you guys are you live. You have your wedding suit,
5: the one you're buried in. No, the like cards. Oh. Yes, uh, we're uh, locked, We're locked in.
0: I to so see honestly, to with that. <laughs> my with idea,
6: more. my idea was suits because you would think if you had four suits, you need four suits to play a game, and uh, that makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you?
7: Yeah, that makes absolute sense. I was on the same track with uh, cards. I was going through are they. Kings or queens or um... yeah, jokers, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I like suits more. Yeah.
3: So, so we will say suits. My experience tells me that you just need four jokers to play the game known as triviality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so the correct answer is actually bridges. Oh. Um, hmm. The Ponte Vecchio the is in uh, yes. Florence. I've actually been there. It's beautiful, and very expensive. The Ponte Guard is in Rome. And the bull is an Iranian bridge. Hmm, cool. And question 10. A good lick. In 2007, Canada issued four 52-cent commemorative stamps honoring Canadian recording artists. These stamps featured Paul Anka, Joni Mitchell, Anne Murray, and a Canadian folk legend, who, in March of 2020, released his 21st studio album, Solo. 54 years after his debut album. Who is this man?
3: My my thought is not a great one. So, they didn't put Chad Kroger on the stamp.
5: I don't know if this person's old enough either.
3: From Kentucky. Oh. And then more bluegrass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All
5: right, then I don't know. Uh, really, we're Weird. Come up with an answer.
6: Tapping out. Okay. Um,. So, my Canadian folk knowledge begins and ends with Rick Astley. I don't even think he's Canadian. Irish. Irish. I was so close. Um have My biggest
7: thought was um, Neil Young.
6: Yeah. The Southern man didn't need Neil it's Young. He's not young. And he must be from the North then. So, that would make sense to me. Uh,
7: <laughs> I'm not I'm, 100% sure
6: he's Canadian, but... Well... He's honorary um, Canadian, because I was thinking that Simon Garfunkel era, they added Neil Young at some point, didn't they? Wasn't there? And
7: it was Wood, um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash.
6: Um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah, let's let's go with Neil Young. That sounds
7: good.
5: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys are right. We uh we just had to tap out on this one because we were blanking. He was
3: born in Toronto, so.
0: Yeah, Neil Young is Canadian, but the answer I was looking for is Gordon Lightfoot. Oh. oh, the
3: wreck of our scores, Ken. Yep, Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, Speaking of Neil, why don't you creep around our back stairs and tell us what the points are going into the final? I hope that was a reference to Gordon Lightfoot. Yes,
4: <laughs> nice reference there you pulled out. Uh, well, it looks like uh, we're going to be tied going into the final. Uh, both teams only picking up 20 points in the second half of the second round so the scores are 170 going into the final round and just a quick note uh rick astley uh is from lancashire england so he's actually english so Uh, thank you thank you for that note yeah uh
0: the final round's gonna be a little bit different than what you're used to you're only going to make four wagers as the fifth question is going to be a sort of a bonus question that will, will be worth 30 points okay so you have Music Movie Mashup, equivalent to Babe Ruth, Oscar minor winner, and second number one for two.
5: All right, the wagers are now in, so let's go ahead and hear the questions.
0: Okay, Music Movie Mashup, this is a before or after? The village people sing about how masculine Woody Allen is in this 1979 film where he dates Mariel Hemingway after Meryl Streep leaves him for a woman. Okay. Equivalent to Babe Ruth. The New York Times named Babe Ruth and a racehorse as the leading leaders in sports in 1920. Arguably the greatest racehorse of all time, this racehorse won 20 of the 21 races he was entered in. Who is this racehorse that shares his name with a jellyfish and a combat ship? Oscar Minor Winner This composer has been nominated for 22 Oscars, but has only won two, winning the Oscar for Best Original Song for a 2001 Disney Movie and a 2011 Disney Movie. I was shocked to find out he didn't win an Oscar for a 1995 Disney Movie. The voters must have been uncultured swine. Who is this composer? Second number 1 for 2. Jason Derulo and Josh 685 released a song in 2020 which was then remixed by BTS. The remix made it to number 1 on the Billboard Top 100, making it the second number 1 hit for both BTS and Jason Derulo. Name that song.
3: Jason Derulo. I I can take a stab. Okay. Maybe.
0: And the final question? Uh okay. The final question, this bonus question, uh, category, a theme is a twist your host makes. Surprise! This was a theme quiz the entire time. So this is, if you've uh, listened to the podcast foreplay, this is going to play a little bit like that. So if you split the first round into groups of five, so question one to five, there's something in common with all the answers there. Same with questions six through 10 in round one. Same with question one to five in round two, and question six to 10 in round two. If you find the commonality hidden in all the answers, all four, they will point to a bigger theme. Oh, I should have said uh, I'm going to take five points for each commonality, and then uh, 10 points for the overall theme.
5: Okay, we'll consider these, and we'll be right back.
8: And Jethro, box of oddities—that is really mysterious.
1: Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Calling all kids in the car! Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia podcast. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
5: All right, you guys are ready. We're ready. Everybody's ready. Let's get the uh, questions one more time and give our answers.
0: Okay. Music movie mashup. The village people sing about how masculine Woody Allen is in this 1979 film where he dates Mariel Hemingway after Meryl Streep leaves him for a woman.
5: For 30 points, we said macho, macho Manhattan.
6: Uh, We wagered 30, and Ryan, you came up with this one. What did we say?
7: Yeah, we we got uh, macho Manhattan as well. And it was macho Manhattan.
0: Equivalent to Babe Ruth. The New York Times named Babe Ruth in a racehorse. Who was the racehorse?
5: Fortunately, wagering zero on this one because we knew it was Manowar. War. Yeah, we wagered twenty, and I believe this is the guy that sired War Emblem, who also
6: won a Kentucky Derby. But well, I might be wrong. We said Man o War.
0: It's Man o War. I believe you're right on that, Matt. But I do know for a fact Manowar War grandsired Secretariat.
6: Mm. Good, good genes. Good jeans. Good horse genes.
0: <laughs> Oscar Minor winner. This composer has been nominated for 22 Oscars, but has only won two, winning the Oscar for Best Original Song for a 2001 Disney movie, 2011 Disney movie. Shocked to find out he didn't win an Oscar for the 95 Disney movie. Voters must have been uncultured swine. Who's the composer?
3: Uh, we just took a stab with a very famous Disney composer. We said Alan Menken.
6: Uh, we wagered 20 on this. And if we're right, then Ryan, you got a friend in me because we said Randy Newman.
0: And it is Randy Newman. No way. But
3: people get to. <laughs> That's
6: what sing. I said. He
0: he he didn't. Uh, the person the song that won, then yeah, the year he <laughs> probably could have won for you've got a friend in me was actually Colors of, of the Wind. Oh, for that Pocahontas. That was Alan
5: Menken. That's a
0: great a
4: Jungle song. Out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Randy Newman didn't get uh his Oscar until Monsters Inc.
4: Can we get Randy Newman to do the rules read? The
3: that would be great. Up the game simple <laughs> I mean you could just do it that's save ourselves a couple hundred bucks Joy on questions. cameo. Oh man.
8: Okay.
3: Uh... Joe questions got No answers. <laughs> Who is this for? <laughs>
5: Us.
0: <laughs> I'm really glad I brought Randy Newman. To All right, number now. 4. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Second number one for two. Uh, Jason Derulo and Josh 685 released a song in 2020. It was released by BTS. The remix made it to number one on the Billboard Top 100, making it the second number one hit for BTS and Jason Derulo. Name that song.
5: That's a lot of stuff I don't understand, so I pass it to Jeff. I think it's Savage Love. 30 points for Savage Love. Wow.
6: Oh, we, we wager 20. Um, Not big BTS guys over here, apparently. Uh, we just said Butter. I know it's a song by them. Big Derulo fan. Oh.
0: And uh, it's Savage Love.
6: Wow. Good yeah. job.
0: <laughs> when uh, I was writing this question, I uh, got to debate with my friends about if Jason Derulo and DJ Khaled wrote a song together, whose name would you hear first?
3: <laughs> oh, the, it would just, the universe would implode. That's the consequence of such a horrible
5: song.
0: I came to the conclusion that you'd hear DJ from DJ Khaled, but as soon as you hear the J, you get Jason Derulo.
5: Mm-hmm. So you get
0: DJ jason Derulo. Oh, I like that. And you just never hear Khaled, so you don't know who's the DJ.
6: Another one, they'd say. And we want another one. Let's go to number five.
0: Uh, a theme is a twist your host makes. What was the theme of the quiz? Five points for each group of five and ten points for the overall theme.
5: Well, we stared at all the answers, and uh, our eyes crossed, and we just could not do it. So we tapped out, but uh, we heard you guys talking, and now we feel a little dumb. Yes, Vanity, thy name is Matt. We figured it
6: out. Uh, The first five are all Neil's. You got your Neil Diamonds, your Neil Young's, your Neil Armstrong's etc number two's block were all matt's matt leblanc matt hardy matt other people matt damon i believe is involved uh for block three we had ken's including ken jennings and the rest and jeff bridges is all as far as we got when well, we figured it out they're triviality hosts give us our points you skipped uh, yeah.
3: neil flynn and matt smith how yeah, dare you i
0: apologize yeah uh i'll go over some of these uh less known Neil Neil Buchanan is the host of a show called Art Attack that was on for like 17 years. That might be a little, uh, I don't know. It was my entire childhood. (laughs) Okay. It was was along for a while. But uh, Ken Jennings, obviously Jeopardy! Leonard. Uh, Ken Shamrock was the wrestler. Ken Masters is a street fight character. Ken Burns, documentary director. And Ken Anderson was Mr. Kennedy.
6: We got a few wrestlers on here.
0: Yeah, actually, there's quite a few, yeah. Uh, the Mats: Matt LeBlanc, Matt Smith, Matt Hardy, the wrestler, Matt Damon, Matt Stone, South Park creator. And the Jeffs, you got Jeff Kent, baseball player, Blue Jays legend. Not really, Giants legend. Uh, Jeff Daniels, Jeff Hardy. So I got both the Hardys. Uh, Jeff Bridges and Jeff Gordon.
5: Great pull on that one, guys. So you get 30 points. We don't lose any on that one. So we
4: earned 30 points in the final round. Yeah, you're going to bring your total to uh, 200 for today. But uh, picking up a total of 80 extra points in the final round, bringing their total to 250, is the Kiwi Sports. Today's Cream of the Crop.
2: The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cue the
4: Wii Sports victory sound. I can't believe (laughs) 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 believe you
6: teamed up with Ryan
3: and revenged us. Yes, you just got revenged.
5: Ryan, great effort today. Thank Uh, you. Hope you had fun. Any uh, final shout-outs
7: for you? Uh, No, just um, thanks so much for having me, guys. Um, I thank my wife for looking after the baby while I'm doing this, but she's not going to listen to it anyway. Um <laughs>
3: I know the feeling. Matt doesn't listen to the show either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
5: Well, thank you so much for your support and for joining us today. And uh Mike, great great game. Thanks. Uh yeah. worked hard on it. Oh well it shows and uh any last shout outs for you?
0: I'd like to shout out to uh anyone who doesn't know the opposite of in it. Is. Um for for real. <laughs> uh I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who uh, uh, play-tested this, be it the people in the Triviality Discord and uh, my uh, parents and my sister, who on a three-hour road trip, I forced them to play-test. We love the play-testers
5: and Mm -hmm. uh, your family. Um, Well, that'll do it for the show today.
4: That'll do it. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to rate and review and subscribe. It'll help us uh, continue to grow. For Matt, Ken, Jeff... Ryan and Mike. My name is Neil. And that was triviality.
7: Must names, don't they? Yeah, regular names. <laughs> yeah.
6: That's what I was thinking like maybe not Pinocchio or Geppetto or but they yeah. have names. Yeah. What are these people with names? And they're Italian. Yeah. Eugene doesn't sound... Eugene, Italian. if it's Your <laughs> <laughs> Japan, I mean, why don't you a change your name <laughs> to Eugene?
4: Why are you not talking
8: <laughs> with your accent
6: anymore?